Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday. This is your host, Zach Spafford, here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I am really excited about this topic today because it's one of the ones that I love to discuss with the spouse of someone who is dealing with a pornography user. A lot of what is said here is good for the pornography user as well. So if you are listening to this podcast because you are trying to stop using pornography and it's something that is important to you, feel free to keep listening because a lot of what's going on in here is a two-way street. In fact, I find a lot of times that when you are a pornography user, you use some of the same tactics that a spouse will use on the pornography user. You use those tactics on your spouse to try and get what you want. And so what I want to do here today is really kind of go into, okay, here are four clean and clear steps that you can use to help your spouse overcome pornography. But before we go into that, I just wanted to tell you and let you know on June 17th, we are going to have another live webinar. You can register for that by going to my website, zackspafford.com. Free coaching call is the is the tag up at the top of the page. You just click on that. You can register for the free webinar. It's at 7 o'clock. That's Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Central on June 17th. We're going to talk about urges. So if you listened to last week's podcast and you didn't go all the way to the end because I know sometimes and not, not everybody goes all the way through the end of the podcast because, well, I get it. It's the closing credits, right? Feel free to register for this webinar. If you listened to last week's uh, podcast, you heard the very first thing that we're going to talk about, which is you know how to overcome and decondition your urges. And the very first thing that we talked about last week was stop. And I know that seems like a really simple process, but we talk about it in depth. We give you some really concrete things that you can do to stop using pornography, to stop the process of the urge and giving into the urge. So listen to that podcast, register for the webinar on the 17th, come to the webinar on the 17th. If you know someone might have you know the need for this, please let them know this webinar is free. And this is one of the key components that I teach every single one of my clients on how to stop using pornography. And I'm going to teach it to you for free on Wednesday the 17th. I think it's a Wednesday. If it's not a Wednesday, it's a different day, but it's the 17th for sure. So today, I'm going to tell you four concrete steps that you can use to help your spouse overcome pornography. And these are really important steps. So I want you to get out a piece of paper and get ready to really take down some notes, be ready to make your life a little bit better by implementing these steps in your life. But before we go on with these four steps, I want to let everybody know that I've got my sweetheart here, Darcy. Hello, everyone. Hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. 
This is always it's always good to get your perspective when we talk about the spouse, especially when we talk about the spouse. So thanks for doing this with me. Anytime. You're the best. All right. So the very first thing that you need to do when it comes to helping your spouse overcome pornography is choose love. So often, those who are dealing with spouses that have chosen addictive behavior feel like we are supposed to punish their behavior. In doing that, we lose the perspective of love that we once had. Choosing love doesn't mean that you need to allow your spouse to abuse you or overrun you. It also doesn't mean that you give in to the demands of a spouse who is manipulating you. Choosing love does mean that what you say, what you do, and who you show up as come from a place of love. In place of saying things like, I hate what you're doing in our home and what you have become, you can say and mean, I love you, this behavior is not okay. Choosing love is for you. It is so you can be the person that you want to be in the moment of your interaction. It is so you can lead your relationship by example. Being the person you want to be in your relationship will help you bring the entire marriage up. Not just changing you, but also indirectly changing your partner. Love is what you experience toward another. The other people, they don't feel your feelings, right? You feel them, which means how you feel is how you act, and how you act creates your results. Choosing love does not mean we allow others to break the boundaries that we've set within the relationship. If you've set a boundary that, you know, maybe for the next 48 hours after your spouse looks at pornography, sexual intimacy is off the table, then hold firmly and lovingly to that boundary. Be clear, keep it simple, and love without condition. Choosing love is about loving without condition. So what are your thoughts on this? Because I've, I've put a lot of you know notes in here based on our relationship. What do you think, Dars? I want to go back to the very beginning of what you said about um, so often spouses feel like they have to punish um, their spouse for their behavior. In the beginning, that is really how I felt. I felt like he did this, it's wrong, it's bad, I need to punish him. It's my job as the spouse to make sure he realizes that he's in big trouble and that he did something really bad. Um, And then over time, as our relationship grew and our understanding of what it actually looked like to get to a place where pornography is not in your marriage, I came to the realization that if this was ever going to be something that we could overcome and grow closer to each other that I had to look at him as an equal partner and that he wasn't my child and I was the mother and I needed to punish him and and that I did want a partner that I could trust and that I could feel like we were on the same, you know, playing field and part of that I had to change the dynamic of me trying to be the parent. Yeah. You, you really can't punish me because that's not going to work, right? Like, that's just, that's, it's not a good, it's not good for your relationship and it's just not good. It's not coming from a place that is really about love. It's coming from a place of control. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I also want to go back to the part where you, you said, you can say and mean I love you, but this behavior is not okay. And I want to illustrate this point with a story about one of our kids. Tonight, he was really wanting to get on the computer. And I had clearly stated that we were not getting on the computer tonight. 
And so he came over and, you know, he was trying to escalate with me and he was trying to engage in a argument and he was... Power struggle. Yeah, he was, he, he was trying to get under my skin, right? And I just looked at him and I was like, I love you and no, you know? And it, so often with this child, I, I lose it because he's a very frustrating one and i well just he, in the, he knows how to push your buttons and, and yeah kids kids learn that stuff right yeah but in the last like four days i've really 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 tried to look at him with i love you in your head in my head yeah. you know like i love this child he's amazing like i tried to see all the good things that he has and that when he tries to engage in in a fight, that I just am going to choose love, and I'm going to to not engage. You it's know, it's not so, going to be a fight. But I'm also not giving in to him, right? Like I'm still holding firm on my boundaries that I set, and that is is where I feel like you have to get to a place in recovery with your spouse that you can be at. Right. Yeah. And I think that goes into the next point, which is, so in this particular child, he likes to be right. And step number two is give up the need to be right. In fact, it's a really interesting concept, right? People, humans, we actually want to be right more than we want to be happy. And there's no real benefit to being right. The need to be right is, is really misguided. When you do all of that tension that comes from you saying, you know, this is how it should be and this is why you should do it this way and why aren't you doing it the right way, that all that tension will dissipate. What has being right ever given you? Has, has being right ever taken something from you? In loving, committed relationships, being right at the expense of the other person doesn't bring us together. It usually creates an unnecessary wedge. My parents, my parents, I love my parents, but they have this basically a running bet. Anytime one feels they are right about some inane thing, the other is not relenting and they will always say, I'll bet you $300. And it's funny because no one really keeps score and no one knows who's ahead and no money has really ever passed you know, from one hand to the other. No, no winner has ever really made any money out of this because there's never a winner. It's their way of saying, it doesn't matter, let's move on. When it comes to pornography use, you may believe deep down that you are right about what is happening. You may know that if your partner would just stop doing X or start doing Y, that they will be able to move forward and stop regressing to unhealthy buffering with pornography. The question you have to ask is, is being right making my partner change? And I can almost guarantee you that the answer to that question is no. In a variety of ways, it's no. I'm also not saying that you have to be wrong. I mean, I'm, you know, you don't have to give up your opinions or, you know, act as though your position is unimportant. If you love the person, being right doesn't make them love you more and doesn't make you love them more. Give up being right and you will find yourself free from so much conflict. Throughout the road to recovery, I was certain that if Zach would just not go to this news website and if Zach would just you know, choose to stay off his laptop when I went out for girls night or if Zach would just do whatever X, Y, Z that, that clearly then he would stop using pornography to feel good in the moment. And in all reality, I had no idea what, what it would take for him 
to get to the place where he was not using pornography in his life. And looking back, I never in a million years would have thought that the way that he was able to stop viewing pornography was the way that it was. He, he... You never thought what I was doing would have been effective had you, like, seen it written out and been like, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, for sure. And, and, I, and I could have never have come up with that plan on my own, right? Like, he had to get to a place inside of him where he learned the tools and techniques and the strategies himself to make the change himself, right? Like, me telling him the right way to do it wasn't what he needed to actually make the change. Yeah, and I think that's interesting, right? Because a lot of times my clients come to me and they go, okay, what do I need to do? And part of the process is actually the figuring it out. It's actually learning from, and we, you know, we use a worksheet called write it down and move on. And part of the process of figuring out your pornography use is writing down what happened, deciding that it's this is what you need to learn from this and then getting ready to move on with that new information so that you are more effective in the next situation. And that's really the process. That's a a really huge component of the process that I coach my clients through because when they are the ones who come up with the plan, like if anybody, if you've ever like done a diet and you're like, no, 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 that part of the diet's not for me. You know exactly what I'm talking about because someone's telling you to do it. And then you're like, no, I don't like that part. That's not the way that I work. Right. And that's the way that we all work in to some degree. We like to figure things out. Humans are all about figuring things out. And the coaching process helps us do that in a much more succinct and really scientific way so that you can see what the problem is, you can describe why the problem is the problem, and then you can choose different paths and different thoughts and different things that will put strategies and tactics and plans in place that you can execute because you believe in them. Because partly because you came up with them. And another point is this really comes back to control again, right? It's like if I can tell you exactly what to do and the right way to do it, then I'm in in a sense feel a little bit of control. Like I can can make a difference or I Right. Well, like when I used to, you know, you were in charge of my browser on my phone, right? Like you had it all locked down and it was your, it was your domain. At some point you like gave up that control. In fact, that's, that's step number three to helping your spouse overcome pornography. Stop trying to control the other person. We want others to do things, right? Like adults have to behave however they want though. And we can't control others without creating problems. Like even my children, I cannot control my children without creating a problem because eventually they'll rebel, right? Like our oldest tonight, he is kind of rebelling because he wants what he wants and we're like, no, that's not okay. That's not how we behave in this house. Even that little control that we assert, try to assert in his life, he wants what he wants and we can't really control him. I think it's kind of funny because so often... One of my kids will come and they'll say, Mom, you need to make them stop doing this, right? And I'm always like, yeah, just like I can 
stop you doing X, Y, Z that you're doing, right? Like everybody always, like, it's just so funny because they're constantly, they're like constantly coming to me, like make them stop doing this. No, you need to make them stop doing that. And I'm like, dude, I don't think you realize I can't make anybody stop doing anything. I can guide and I can correct and I can, um, you know, ask, ask, you can ask, and I can maybe try and enforce some kind of consequence. But in all reality, I cannot control what another human's going to do. Not even my children. No. If they want to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah, and and you know, if somebody gives in to what you want, right? If you're trying to control your spouse and they give in to you. They're probably just doing it because they don't want to deal with your upset feelings, which I'm not sure that that's fair, right? But at the same time, you know, you're probably listening to this and saying, well, I should just let them do what they want and behave how they want. Guess what? Newsflash. They're going to do that anyway, just like everybody does, just like you do. Setting boundaries is what you will do when someone acts inappropriately Screaming and yelling and freaking out and trying to control somebody, that's not how you want to show up in your marriage. That's not who you want to be. Because even if they do what you want in the moment, in the long run, they're not going to do what you want. That's just not, that's not human nature. Have you, have you noticed that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, you cannot control the behaviors of others? You know, as a pornography user, Darcy was in charge of my, you know, so many aspects of my life you know, and all sorts of passwords. And she would check my text messages. She still likes to check my text messages, because, but I think it's because she thinks my life's more interesting than it really is. <laughs> yeah, pretty She's much. Not, yeah, right. Uh, and yet I was still able to look at pornography whenever I chose to. And sometimes it was more difficult than others, but I still could do it whenever I chose to. And that is the thing that you got to understand is that controlling the spouse, you're controlling your partner, that's not going to yield the results that you're really looking for, which is for that person to make a difference, make a change, and become pornography-free. It's just going to make you stress out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and f- for sure, like, if, you know, you set up all these parameters and you put all these passwords and you block browsers and you, I mean, you do all of the things, Right. And then they still find a way. Like how frustrating would yeah, that be? Yeah, it just is so frustrating, right? And, and so I, I really, I got to the point where I'm like, dude, this is you. Like I am <laughs> done trying to control this because yeah. it is very clear that I cannot control your behavior. Yeah. So you got to figure it out. I'm done, you know? Thanks for letting me do that. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm glad I did. Okay. So number four, and this I think is a really hard concept for people to understand. So I want you to just kind of take a step back from whatever you think you know about responsibility, personal responsibility, and just kind of try and give yourself a blank slate to learn here. I know that some of this will be very foreign to a lot of you, but I'm going to try and kind of give you what I understand it to be and how I understand it to be the best that I can. And if you have questions and you're like, no, can you explain it a little bit more? Feel free to email me info at zackspafford.com or, you know, reach out to me on Facebook or wherever. Right. But number four is take responsibility for your relationship. A hundred percent responsibility. And that means take responsibility for how you feel and how you act. 
And this also means do not take responsibility for how the other person feels and how the other person acts. The thing about relationships is that they are 100% between your ears, meaning everything that goes on in your relationship, everything that you feel about your relationship is 100% about the thoughts that you choose to think about it. So the key to taking responsibility for your relationship is understanding that you get to choose how you want to feel about the person you're married to. So I recently read the book, The Art of Possibility, that was given to me by my good friend Dave. And in it, they talk in terms of being the board. So, you know, if you've ever played a board game, in board games, you are just, you know, a piece, right? You're a player. So if you're playing Monopoly, I'm the shoe or the top hat or whatever. When you become the board, you choose to become responsible for everything that goes on in the game. Not that you're to blame, but it comes from a perspective of choosing to recognize that when you are responsible for what goes on in your life, then you get to choose how you want to move forward. So, you know, take Monopoly again, for example. You know, you could feel like you're a victim because you land on go to jail like every time you go around the board. Or you could recognize, oh, I'm, I am the board. And this is the rules that I set up because I chose to play this game. And so I am not to blame for me going to jail or, you know, having to pay out whatever, you know, you land on boardwalk and you got to pay your brother or sister like a million dollars. Being the board means, oh, I chose to play this game. And so I can feel good about what's going on, even though I may not necessarily want to feel good about what's going on, but I can feel good about what's going on because I can make the choices that I want to make in the context of the life that I have. This is very different from blame, which is how a lot of us manage our lives. Like, I'm a victim. This shouldn't be happening to me. My life should be better. Like, you know, you married, Darcy, you married a good Mormon boy, right? And so (laughs) what, what did you expect from me? 100% worthiness all the time all the time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so did i so did i (laughs) and how did you feel when you were like oh this guy he looks at porn that's not cool if i'm being honest i felt totally gypped i was like what the crap man (laughs) i got married in the temple i did all the right things i mean you gave up a lot to get married in the temple because you came you're you know your family you're not members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and so you gave up that fairy tale wedding that you had like grown up thinking about until you joined the church at 18. Yeah, for sure. I could have chosen to be the victim, and sometimes I did, if I'm being honest. I could have blamed him. In fact, sometimes I did blame him. In some ways, I blamed the church. But eventually, I had to get to a place where I took responsibility for my happiness and recognized that I had choices, and I chose to stay. I chose to love. I chose to be the board. Be the board, like like in that book. She has no idea. I, I fed her that last one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly what we're talking about, is getting to a place where you choose to be responsible for what's happening in your life because you choose to and you recognize that you choose to. And that is a place of empowerment. That's the place where you want to come from so that you are 100% responsible for what's going on in your life 
and the choices that you make as a result. Nobody wants to be miserable 100% of the time, right? If you can at some point get to the place where you are in charge of your happiness and you are in charge of choosing to stay with your spouse, knowing that this is a struggle that they have and that it will take time to overcome, then you've really got to decide, is this the road that I want to choose to stay on, right? Because it's not really fair to yourself to be miserable. Yeah. Right? Like forever. Well, it's not really enjoyable either, right? Like yeah. when, when you when you live in a place of victimhood and when you live in a place of blaming other people for your problems, that's just totally unpleasant. And it never really achieves anything. Like we all know that person. Nobody wants to be that person. And not discounting the fact that you might truly feel all the feelings, right? About about your spouse feeling pornography, but Yeah, nobody's saying it's okay. Yeah. But just that realizing and taking ownership that you are choosing to stay in the marriage and that you are choosing to try to support your spouse and to get to a place where pornography isn't in your marriage. Right. Or not. Like if you choose to leave, that's also a place of decision. It's not a place of victimhood. That's always a possibility. Right. Because you're a person. Nobody's keeping you there. And, And so you have to recognize that there is the space to choose to stay and there's also the space to choose to leave and those are totally both completely okay decisions you just have to decide i'm going to do the one that i want because it's the one that i choose not because i'm a victim somehow right and that's not to say that you as someone who has you know found out about this and that your feelings are not important because they are important and everything that you feel is is absolutely 100% okay as well and that makes it so that you now can you know take some time recognize your feelings and as you look at those feelings try to understand them so that you can choose where do i want to be and not feel like a victim and look at those feelings as though they are foisted upon you. This is a this is an opportunity for you to really just choose, okay, how do I how do I help him or how do I help her stop using pornography by being the best version of me? And I think that's really what this list goes through. It's not really, hey, how can I change you? Not, nothing on this list is let me tell you the thing to say to your spouse so that they stop using pornography. Everything on this list is How do I become the better person that I want to be so that my spouse has the space to do the thing that they need to do to become the better person that they want to be? Because I very rarely, in fact, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with someone who was like, yeah, my spouse just doesn't want to quit. And so he's not, you know, signing up for this course. He just wants, he wants me to find out all the information. I don't have those conversations with people. Maybe those people exist, but I haven't had a conversation with anybody that was like, yeah, my spouse just doesn't want to quit. They want to be better because they want to be worthy because they want the own their, their self-confidence to grow just like you do, right? Like they want to be the best person that they can be. So I, so I want to offer something I have put, I have been doing individual coaching for a long time and I've just recently done a group coaching setup We're going to start my first group coaching on July 1st, which this is going to be at a special introductory price. So if if you're interested in it, if it's something that you think you might want to do or have your spouse do, now is the time to set up your free 30-minute consult with me so that you can get in on this opportunity because I'm going to take a limited number of people. We are going to start on July 1st. It's going to be every single week. 
at the same time, 7 Pacific, 8 Mountain, 9 Central. So it's going to be later in the evening for most people. So you can get the kids to bed. You can, you know, get everything situated so that you have the space to actually be there and participate. You're going to see group coaching, but you're also going to have every single opportunity or every single, you know, piece of learning that I give to my individual coaching clients. I'm going to give that on these group coaching sessions. So you're going to have absolutely everything, but it's going to cost you quite a bit less. Now is the time to probably get going on that if that's interesting to you. One of the benefits of group coaching versus individual coaching is that it gives you the sense of community, you know, knowing that you're not alone, knowing that there are other people that are struggling just like you are. And then it also gives you the opportunity to listen to other people get coached, which a lot of times uh, when you're listening to someone else get coached, you can see yourself in them and, and it becomes clear to you like, oh, wow, yes, I, I do that, or I see it that way, or I didn't realize it. And, and, and so often when other people are getting coached, it's like you're like, hello, can you not see it? It's a great opportunity for epiphanies. Yes. So if you or your spouse want to participate in this, go ahead, set up your free consult, and then I will send you the link so that you can apply to be a part of that group coaching. Like I said, it's not going to be for everybody. It is going to be a limited number of people. And I really want you to make sure that you get in on this as quickly as possible so that you can start your pathway to becoming pornography free. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I love doing these every single week. I appreciate my wife, Darcy. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I know that this is... Not exactly your most comfortable moment, but every time you come on, I know every single listener out there has great things to say about your, the insights that you bring to this conversation because you, you offer a perspective that I can't give. So thank you again. Anytime. You're the best. All right. Hey, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day I get requests from people who are looking to change something in their life. If that is you, if you need help overcoming your addictive behavior like pornography use, sign up for a free mini session at zackspafford.com slash work with me. That's zackspafford.com slash work with me. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to follow. Also, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave a review for us wherever you get your podcast. It'll go a long way to helping others find us. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and... If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.